You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with your hosts, Andy Grant and Apio Hunter. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having. But you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and on Facebook, facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Show your support for Real Men Feel by shopping at realmenfeel.org slash swag, by visiting digitaltipjar.com slash realmenfeel, or even text us a tip. You can show some love for Real Men Feel by texting Real Men Feel, that's all one word, to 504-226-5306. You'll receive a link back to complete your tip and choose the amount. This is a weekly program and your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant, and uh, woo, tonight is going to be an exciting show. We are diving into a topic we have never addressed before, and it took a lot of effort to actually find some people willing to come discuss this secretive topic. But uh, first of all, let me introduce and welcome my co-host, who's fearless to all topics, Mr. Apio Hunter. <laughs> hey, Andy. Good to be here tonight. Yeah, psyched, psyched, psyched. Glad you're here. Um, so what we're talking about tonight, I wanted to invite some men on to talk about their support for the, the president, uh, calling it praising the president or trumpeting Trump, or whatever, <laughs> however you want to phrase it. But as I reached out to some of my own friends who are actively on social media, talking about the president and, and being supportive of him, um, they weren't willing to come do it in this sort of public forum. They weren't willing to really be seen. And, and there's, I can get that. There's some nervousness about speaking and being seen and all that, regardless of the topic. So I had to reach out to friends of friends, and initially I talked to, to three gentlemen that were ready to come on. Um, one changed his mind t today, the day of the show, and, and it was mostly nerves, um, having second thoughts about being seen with this topic. And I was surprised in talking to the three guys that, I, that did agree to come, each of them talked about that they didn't feel they were safe to talk about supporting the president. And they were really... I had to really promise them that this was a safe space. And that's why the public has not been invited. Um, there's no one else here. Um, so, you know, we didn't put out masks. Nobody knows that this show is happening at this time. So that this is a safe place to just share their views. Uh, we're not here to, it's not a debate. It's not a bashing. It's not a blind side. It's not anything like that. Um, so, you know, that kind of sets up the, the background. So, so let's introduce who did make it, who uh, is willing to be seen and be heard. And uh, first, we have Buddy joining us from New Hampshire. Hey, how's it going, Andy? Thank you for asking me to be here. I'm very glad. I'm excited you can make it, and I'm, I'm glad you have your chair collection. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> you. I'm actually at my store right now, so. 
I own a thrift store, so. Oh, cool. If you Excellent. need chairs or bureaus, I'll just throw a plug out there. Go for <laughs> Do it. it. Do it. Politicize <laughs> the whole event tonight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and also joining us, we have, uh, we have Tony from Arizona. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Very good. And I just want to point out that, that um, Buddy and Tony, you don't know each other. Right. No. Right. no. Okay. Yep. And, not not and, until tonight. Beautiful. And, and Apio, you don't know either of these guys as well. Nope. First time meeting them. And I'm glad to meet you guys, too. Likewise. <laughs> Thank you. lost family. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Just before the show started, we were talking about how our, our moms are from Brazil originally. And so it, it definitely started going off on a tangent there. But, right. but, oh, by the way, Tony, I just have to show you this really quick. Recognize that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just hold up a can of Guadana, which for folks who are familiar with Guadana, it's a soft drink from Brazil. And so I, I always have a stash in my house. So. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was from Antarctica. Isn't it? that what it says? That's the brand. It is oh, okay. Guadana Antarctica, but yes. <laughs> yeah, Guatemala and Antarctica just sit right next to each other. Right? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So to get, so get back to the show, <laughs> it's going to be off and derailed, I think. Um, now, Buddy and Tony, you both shared with me privately, and then I wanted to get this on the show, that you don't feel that there's a place where you can go and talk about your, how you support the president. So would either of you guys like to just, just jump into that and, and verify that or not? Well, right off the bat, I can tell you that whenever we get into any kind of discussion, it's, it, there's no discussion. It's immediate, you know name-calling, racist, all, all the cards get thrown out immediately. And uh, so with, there's no discussion. It's, that's it. It's the end of, that's the end of it right there, okay. you know? Is, buddy, is that your experience as well? Uh, yeah, I just feel like the art of conversation has been lost. People now right. want to, they want to, you know, debate with name-calling and insults and uh, so it's just not worth the time or the energy if you're not going to get anything out of it. I'm huge when it comes to wanting to exactly. listen to people's opinions and understand other mindsets, if you will. Um, but the whole, you know, literally attacking people because of their view or their point is, it's just, um, it's just not worth the, the time or energy. So. And, 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 here's, and here's the thing too. We all want to make a better country. Okay, we all have the same goal, but the bottom line is we all get thrown under the bus basically because we don't have the same opinion and we don't want to get there the same way. So now we're we're drawn out as the evil, you know, the great evil, but it's not that way. So you don't feel neither of you feel that you are deplorable. <laughs> oh, I, we take that we take that as as a <laughs> badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> The way that's next, thrown my at next you tattoo. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Andy? It's the next tattoo. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, like, when did when did um, both of you when did you get on board with candidate Trump? Was it was it from the moment of the announcement or somewhere along during the primary race? Uh, how did that flow? Well, with me, it was when when he made. Because, you know, he had been throwing this around for years. You know, you, you heard him say it before. And in my opinion, I always felt that we needed an outside businessman to get in there and really, you know, drain the swamp, as the cliche says, you know, because Washington is nothing but inside 
writers, it's incestuous as what I can say. And nobody wants to leave their little mound of power behind. Mm -hmm. So he's going in there. He's not collecting a salary. He doesn't care. And he doesn't care what you think about him. He's going to clean things up. And you know what? He, he's doing it. I mean, the economy's showing it. The stock market's showing it. Jobs are going up. Jobs uh, amongst uh, minorities is booming. Everything is going along just like he said. But if you look, listen to the media, it's, it's Armageddon, and I quote, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm, right. But yet that's not what reality is. Hey, buddy, what about you? When did you get on board with the Trump? Um, honestly, when I started looking at the candidates, I looked him up immediately because I, I knew in the past he had brought up, well, if I were president, if I were president. Uh, so I literally jumped on board from day one. I did a bunch of research. I found out that this guy does not lose. He says and does everything as he is going, as he promises. You know, if someone says exactly. you can't do it, he, he just goes out and does it anyway. You know, if you look at the, some of the buildings in the, the ice rink story that he created, like, couldn't be done. He found a way to do it. And that's the kind of a person that we need leading our country right now. We need a guy who's going to make deals. That's what the president's job is. Go shake hands. Let's make some deals. Leave all the politics garbage to, you know, Congress and Senate and all those other people. Um, so literally, he's probably – I. I didn't ever lose faith with him throughout the entire campaign, whatever garbage was thrown out there. Um, so just a day, right, right from day one. So. Cool. So then uh, I, you know, I heard a lot of people say in, in my trying to get people to come speak, a lot of people say that they voted for him and it was mostly a vote against their other options. Um, but it sounds like, no, you guys were, Oh, Trump is a great idea from, from the moment. Correct. Okay. Yep. Cool. Right. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Clinton, but um you know, even if it was Bernie Sanders who should have actually been in that seat, uh, I, my I opinion, I would have, I would have still, I would have still voted for Trump. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, well, then that, that's a good opportunity. You would, uh, you would, you guys had asked what our political views were. So, so yes. I was a Bernie guy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. In, in the main election, I, I, I voted for Hillary, but it was like. All right. And I toyed. I thought of, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I do want to just totally mix it up with Trump. Maybe I do want to do that. But I, in the end, I didn't. Um, so, uh, up you, do you well, want same thing. Gonna, I was actually you burning You're going to have a chance in three years. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nice thing about elections. You know, you have, exactly. you have the, the mid-cycle election and then you have the other election that yep. comes up. Yep. Yeah, I too was actually a Bernie guy. Um, big time. Um, and yeah, I, I had many of the same opinions that were that were expressed about how he was treated, how like there's an entire mechanism and, and all kinds of just dirty tricks that were going on behind the scenes. Well, and and so I'm like, you know what? I but at the same time, I was the re the big reason why I wound up voting against Trump. You know, I did vote for Hillary, not enthusiastically, not at all. Like I was like, oh, I have to do this because we need a woman president or whatever. No, for me, it was more about okay. I understand a lot of the things that are being said, and I can actually appreciate a lot of the things that are being said because he's actually expressing many sentiments which are at, which are being shared in many living rooms across the country. It's not like this isn't stuff that's not being said. It's just and it's not being aired openly. It's not being shared openly. And ultimately, the way I see it is that those those ideas and those opinions were being shared more out of frustration 
than because anybody is actually a racist or anything along those lines. And I'm talking about the people who have supported Trump. The man himself, I personally, and this is just strictly me speaking for me, I saw him as being our version of Hitler. But again, you know, needing an outsider to help drain the swamp, as you said, I could also appreciate that perspective as well. Well, let me, let me since you brought Hitler up, I got to ask you a question. For sure. What's the, what's the difference between Hitler and Trump? The difference is that he is democratically elected mm -hmm. and he can be democratically unelected, unelected. in three years. <laughs> okay? Whereas Hitler, there was, you know, you would have the brown shirts at your door if you said anything wrong. Exactly. So I, re I really, <clears throat> I really, I, I hate that, that analogy because there is no, there is no connection whatsoever. Right. And it's more so the analogy is more so from the perspective of the things that were being said, vilifying different groups and so right. forth. That's yeah. what I really disagreed with. And yes, Hitler actually was democratically elected. Well, kind of sort of. His party really gained a big majority and they got gained a big enough majority in the German parliament that he was invited to become the prime minister. And that's when the ball really started rolling. So, right, right. But 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 he then but, became <laughs> A dictator, which could never happen here. I mean, right. our system just we won't work. tolerate it. We simply exactly, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, so, so that that whole connection to to Hitler is is really so bogus. It let's move on. Par yeah, par <laughs> yeah, partial. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So let's let, let's get into some some positives of this because I do want to. I, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I feel like uh, um, Trump supporters don't have a chance to to be proud without. Yeah. Get, oh, I'm proud. I don't because I don't care. All right, great. Well, good. So, um, Tony, what are you what are you proudest or happiest about most regarding what the administration has accomplished in its first year? The stock market's broken every record since the beginning of time. Bonuses are going out to employees out of so many corporations from AT and T. In fact, uh, Scott's uh, Harley Davidson and Scottsdale just announced that. Every employee that's been an employee for over six months is getting a $2,000 bonus. And every employee that's been an employee up to six months is getting a $1,000 bonus. That's a lot of people getting $1,000 and $2,000 bonuses. Can anybody tell me when that's ever happened in the past? I pick a day, you know, ever, you know? So the, the four, everybody's 401k is blowing up. Minority jobs are going through the roof. Jobs in general are going through the roof, and I'm not talking about minimum wage jobs. I'm talking about real jobs. So um, during Christmas, retail has the best year in, in ages. I mean, these are all who can tell me what, whenever this has happened before. And auto manufacturers, they're bringing all their auto manufacturing back to the U.S. You know, it's because they're getting to keep their money. You know, you the, it's not the government. Government's money. It's your money. It's my money. You know. So when these people say, "Oh no, how are you going to pay for those tax cuts?" Well, no, it's my money. It, how are you going to cut your budget to fit into what you needs to be done? If I don't have enough money, I cut my budget. You know, I don't say, "Well, how am I going to pay for this cut?" <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Yep. Cool. So, yep. so the the federal government needs to get smaller. It's not how you're going to pay for it. It's how are you going to fit into the money I'm going to give you. Yeah, because even even though I don't uh, approve of some of the things, I recognize the 
the twisted evil genius of putting people in charge of departments of the government that are against that department to force it small. Like, I'm like, wow. Exactly. <laughs> You get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Buddy, it looks like you want to say something also. I lost oh. his audio. Oh, buddy. Oh, we you lost your audio, you're... buddy. Uh, I think it's us. Yeah. Yeah. Come unplugged with your excitement, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <clears throat> Got nothing. Oh. We'll keep working on it. Uh-oh. Okay. Keep 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 testing, and if you break in, we're we're we're, we're right. okay. I believe Tony has done something to, to monopolize the conversation. <laughs> that's, my, that's my prediction. <laughs> Talk about evil genius. I call, I called I called Trump, and he took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so genius. So Tony, let me get get the flip side. Is, what are you most disappointed in, or or by, in the past year, when it comes to the the White House? Uh, what I'm really disappointed in is how, and I don't know if it's in the White House, but it's in the inability of, of the left to even make an, even the smallest effort to, to try to come across with something. Like, look, they're going to shut down the government now because they refuse to even work on a deal between the wall and, and, and the immigrants. It, it's... You, you, you can't get anything accomplished if you don't. I hear. Yep, I got buddy, you. You're back, buddy. You're back. Oh, good. Yep. You, I don't know what I mean, that was about. Gonna, the only the only way you're going to get somewhere is to sit down and, and negotiate. But they don't want to negotiate. It's it, it's it's a one sided street. They want what they want, and I just don't understand it. I really don't. So do you, is, is the wall on the southern border, is that a big issue for you? Is that something that drew you to the, the campaign? A absolutely, because you look at all the, and again, we have to differentiate between legal immigrants and illegal immigrants. My entire family, uh, I'm first generation, like, like we talked about, Andy, right? Yeah. I'm first generation, okay? So I know about immigrants. My whole family is immigrants, okay? But when I'm told that, I'm an idiot because I don't because I think there's a difference between legal and illegal immigrants. Well, there's the problem. You know, there's the problem. You know, you can't you you can't have people coming across the border illegally. And I don't care if you're coming from Canada. I don't care if you're coming from Ireland, Mexico. It doesn't matter. You know, illegal is illegal. Period. And we, we're getting diseases now that we never had in this. We've eliminated in this country. They're coming back. Because people are coming across the border without vaccines, without, you know, you, you, this, this has to stop. Great. This has so, to stop. So, so, buddy, now that you're back, um, do, do you, let's see, wanted to, uh, what are you proudest about? What, what do you think is the biggest accomplishment that you're happiest with in the past year? Uh, well, I mean, so many things. I'll just narrow it down to this. When I was talking, when I talked to people, uh, when they were v picking their Oh, no. Oh, buddy, we lost you again. Oh, no. Yeah, this you good. Oh, wait, you're back. Nope. No. 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 Yeah, we'll keep some, at it. And there's, some, <laughs> there's some bad connection. We, it was working and, fine before. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, te I'm telling you, Hillary's up to something. Right? <laughs> no, he, my buddy's in New Hampshire. That's, that's a safe zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Oh, don't get me started on safe zones. <laughs> 
keep at it, buddy. Uh, we'll, we'll let you break in and take some take some time as soon as you're able to break well, in. Now he's muted. He's muted here. Here, let's go ahead and unmute right. him. Here you go. Now I hear you again, buddy. Hello. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay, right. There you go. Now the pressure's really go. on. This this is gonna. <laughs> I just unplugged my uh my mic. I'm just gonna use the. Yeah, you sound fine. It's okay. Yeah, right. yeah still so, good audio. But is what I was saying is when I talk to people about voting. I would explain to them that you know any president that can do half of what they promise is worthy of 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 that vote because very rarely do people get half of everything done that they plan to to try to to accomplish and clearly in his first year alone i think he's done well beyond that 50 percent of what he's he's um he's promised to do he hasn't you know the wall obviously hasn't been done but there's going to be fighting you know you know, back and forth between him and the rest of the world, never mind our own Congress uh, for that. But the way I look at it right now, you know, you can't drive down a street without uh, seeing a help wanted or a now hiring or now accepting applications. You know, you can't drive down the street without seeing people with shopping bags in their hands. Um, you know, you can't, and count the number of American flags that you now see on people's cars and trucks um, and people that are hanging flags. In New Hampshire, it's because I'm a counter. I count everything. So, um, uh, I, you know, it's, it's just crazy to, to see the number of people that are actually supporting that American flag. And, of course, that represents the totality of everything in our country, including our president. Um, and it usually starts with our presence. So, you know, I'm very happy with what he's done so far. So cool. Is, is, is there something that you're disappointed that that hasn't been addressed or wasn't addressed in the way you would hoped or? Um, I can't really say I'm disappointed in anything. Um, only because, you know, there's things that I know he said he wouldn't promise to do, but you know, like the whole Clinton scandal and locking her up and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I, the only thing is I do wish is, of course, we don't know this or not, but if he would be seeking justice for all of the injustice, like the Haiti thing that, you know, that's still lurking. Why is Haiti still in a mess after all these years? That's, those are things I would, as our president, he should be looking into and doing more for. Um, but other than that, I don't really have any issues against him per se. So. Cool. Um, Hmm. All right. So I'm going to just dive into my list of topics. Unless Apio, you have, if you have anything top of mind. Actually, I'm just kind of, I, I, I'm just taking it all in because I like to kind of take the big picture perspective and look at, you know, the positive sides of everything. Um, in, in spite of some of my own personal feelings, I love to be able to sit back and listen and, and take it in because yeah, it's it's just kind of it's it's part of what you said earlier, buddy, about understanding. I am big about having that conversation and getting to that state place of understanding. And the, the only way to get there is to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta listen in order to be able to have that conversation. So I'm right now in the listening phase. Cool. So so for, from my point of view, the 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 biggest issue that has um covered President Trump's since before he was elected all through election is, is the, the whole Russia investigation and the many different flavors of that. So um, do, do you guys think there there's anything there in the Russian meddling and, and 
or yeah, let me do, do you do you believe that the Russians somehow meddled in our election to kind of throw things off or whatever their purpose might have been? The Russians are always trying to do something, but nothing that they have no. There's nothing there. There's no there there as okay. they say, as they say, you know. There's there's more there was more Russian collusion with Obama telling uh the Russian I'll be able to do more after the election when it was caught on a hot mic than there has ever been done here. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know. I honestly don't really care um, because there's collusion with every country. Uh, the Clintons did that with China. You know, um, I think even one of the Bushes did it with China. There's always going to be that that <coughs> that theory that um, conspiracy, if you will. Uh, did it happen? I don't know. If it did happen, I still wouldn't care because it's it's really irrelevant. Well, they've been at they've been at it for over a year and just still no there there. Right, well, exactly. Well, people in the administration have pled guilty. Like I know Mike Flynn has pled guilty. But that was that was nothing to. If, if you really Trump look himself. at that, that correct, correct. Right. That right. nothing to do with yeah. Trump himself. No, no, right. So yeah, and yeah. and and I guess that maybe that's the fine line that he's making. I, right. Donald Trump, am not being investigated, but it, it's his right. campaign. The, like, so, so is that kind of the, his, his past? So even if staff members were, if, if they admit or if they're convicted of doing something illegal, it's like, well, well it's, it's, him. And I, I, you know what, now I actually forget now what, what Flynn was, is actually convicted for, but it, it was actually, um, I'm, I'm, I lost my train of thought, I apologize. But, okay. uh, I do that all the time. Really a, good. No, oh, yeah. tell you, it sucks getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. But but uh, it really had nothing to do with the campaign itself. You know, uh, I know that on on one of the morning shows they were all giddy. You know, we got Trump. She's throwing a card in the air. It, no, it, it nothing. You're wrong. And then the the uh, reporter himself got in trouble because he misreported the reality of it, yeah. you know? So cool. it, but there's no there there. Right. Yes, Flynn, he did. He yeah. did plead guilty to lying to the FBI, but I think the, that's the right. He, was, he, he pled guilty to lying to the FBI. Right. right. So, but the, right. the thing that they're trying to do is they're trying to say that all these people that, that came in for Trump are somehow tied to Trump six, eight, even a year prior to the actual election. So whatever happens right. during that election, if they lie to him and his, you know, his people, that's really not on Trump. That's on the integrity of those people that are lying. And the only one who's going to know the actual truth is the person who's lying. And they will get caught. And like Flynn, he'll be relieved of duty and be sent down the road cleaning the swamp. So right. Okay, great. So, right. so, um, let me just kind of put this together and not put words in your mouth, but see, make sure I get it. Um, it, uh, it as people plead guilty, if people are convicted, it's those individuals person, as person, opposed to yeah. a Trump-driven, let's get together with Russia and make stuff happen. Right. right. It's one thing if President Trump is saying, hey, go over there, talk to these guys for me, you know, well, then that's, in my opinion, obviously wrong. But if people are doing it behind his back, and then he, you know, Flynn even lied to, you know, Pence as well. When he Pence, sat down right, had, right. And how had those conversations, he lied to their faces. And then as soon as they realized that there's more and more lies coming out, the facts are actually coming out, 
he said, take a hike, you know, and in my opinion, that takes, um, you know, that takes some intestinal fortitude, you know, to do something like that, to admit I hired the wrong guy. Now I'm sending him down the road. So, right. you no, know, it's interesting. Exactly what happened. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and it's interesting that you should bring that up because as I, I, I admit that sometimes the news gets so toxic, I just tune it out. But what I do is I tend to read the news as opposed to watch the news because then it's like, okay, it's, it tends to be a little bit more factual. There's a lot less opinion that's being shared and so forth. And at least the pattern that I seem to see emerging as far as Trump's management style is that while he does insist on loyalty, he's always done that. That's the reason why his company has never been gone, t- taken public or anything like that. He likes to run a tight ship. But at least as far as his management style, it seems to me, based off of what I have read and the statements coming from the people around him, is that he gives them a lot of autonomy to do what he has asked them to do. Yes. How they go about it, the decisions that they make, Trump cares more about the results than the following, dictating every single little thing. He's not a which Michael. Is a good, which is a good leader. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put someone in place to do their job, you tell them what you want them to do, and then you let them do their job. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, if you're micromanaging their job, why do you have them there in the first place? Sure. So is that the biggest difference from being a businessman as opposed to a politician? I believe so. I, think, I, I believe so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, even, even with the war, uh, Obama was, was micromanaging that whole thing. And, and look what happened there. That was a complete and utter disaster. And now, look, Trump comes in. You're the general. Go do your job. You know, and, and look at ISIS now. It, it barely exists. You know, we, we just beat them into oblivion. Of course, you don't hear much about it on CNN. But the reality is they're, they're a, a, just a minor shadow shadow of what they were a year ago it, it's incredible yeah yeah um so so let's uh, move on to how he's dealt with with north korea um okay. and and these tweets and again the media absolutely version nuclear war it's horrible oh, but now it boy did it work again was was this an act of genius that the rest hey, of the world saw as horrible? Hey, look, korea is at the table with south north korea is at the table with south korea <laughs> yep. when have you ever said in your lifetime okay because these people only understand force. They will negotiate with you forever, and then they'll do whatever they want, because negotiation to them is just a stalling tactic. But when now they have a guy in place that says, you mess with me, I'm gonna take you out. All of a sudden, oh, crap, he's not kidding. You know, and, and, and all of a sudden, Korea and North, South, North Korea and South Korea are at the, are at the table negotiating. Even if they're negotiating for an, an Olympic, you know, having, being able it, to have the, right, the right. Olympics, the, it's Start with the small stuff, right? Yeah. Start somewhere, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Start with, so, so, and I, I, I already knew that was the only way because even with a lot of the Arabic countries, negotiating to them is just a means of getting their own way. They will tell you whatever you want to hear. They will make whatever deals you want. But then they won't adhere to them. Just do they do what they want because negotiation is just a tactic to, to keep you at bay. And I mean, this is forever. I mean, it's been proven over and over again. And now Trump comes in and says, "No, no, we're not negotiating. This is what's going to happen." You know, and all of a sudden, they're at the table. Mm-hmm. Amazing, isn't it? You know. 
So can can that? So I, I'll give credit that like that style seems to be working in that place. Um, yeah. But it it doesn't look like he had. It does look like to me that he has a different style. He, like he treats our our allies and friends almost as as abrasive. And I have no, I have no problem with that. Okay. You know? Right. you know, because at least here's the thing. You know where he stands. There's no there's no bullshit. You know mm -hmm. where he stands. When you have a conversation with Trump, you know if he t tells you something, th this is not a parlor trick. We're not having cocktails here. This is the real deal. Oh, he's a New Yorker. You know, you always. There, know there you go. Him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly right. <laughs> um, so the I don't know the the controversy of the day of the week, um, the uh, the alleged yeah. shithole comments. Um, you know, did, did, does that matter to you? Is, is, are, there, are there ways of speaking that the president shouldn't have or should have? First of all, it's a, it's a private meeting, okay? And, and, and who comes out and makes, says this, that now several other people at the meeting have said that was not said that way. So in my opinion, yeah, he might have said something like that, but that is such minor crap, it's, it's ridiculous. And second, and second of all, and second of all, have you been? Have you been there? It is a shithole. Right? It's it's not a reflection on the people. It's a reflection on the government. You know the, well, the conditions in the country. On the, on the conditions, yeah. exactly. Thank mm -hmm. you. And those conditions Thank go back to the the Clinton Foundation. Very so much so. Yes. All of that money has been taken. Yes. Children have been pulled out of there. People have been killed that have tried to, to boost the economy and bring business there, have been denied. Um, they're keeping it that way for a reason. Whatever, I have no clue, because Haiti has always been an ally, if you will. They've always helped us. They, they've always, you know, been there for us. And, you know, we've swapped back and forth with them. Mm -hmm. It is a shithole, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and there's a laundry list of other places. But that's a place that shouldn't be because we we donated billions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation, and it collapsed. But where did all the money go? Where the follow the money? They built one hospital completely on the other side of the island, com completely away from everything that happened. That one hospital, all that money. Where where did everything go? It's very disappointing. So the way I, the one thing I, I admire about President Trump is this: if it walks like a duck it quacks like a duck he's going to call it a duck that's just the reality and i would rather have a man who's going to step up and and and, and talk in you know whatever words or verbiage he chooses to use and be honest and for the most part transparent as he can be versus hiding behind his his you know scholarly dialect like president obama yes you know um i would just rather have somebody up in your face and saying you know, this is how it is, and tough nuts if you don't like it, you know? It's like the difference between an honest man and a snake oil salesman. The snake oil sales salesman sounds wonderful. He makes you feel wonderful. But in the end, your pockets are empty, and he's out of town. Right. You know? So the, the snake oil salesman, is, is, is that kind of how you see all politicians? or like? That's what, how I see most politicians yeah and does it, that, Obama now, was the king of the snake oil salesman so, so, so let me ask you this then now this this is to both of you would you say all politicians as in 
Republican and Democrat, or regardless of political party, or is it specific to Democrats? No, I see all of them. All of them. Okay. They're all. Of they're them. all every single. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't get where you are there without shaking hands, making deals behind other people's backs. Mm-hmm. That you know, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, if you if you have to, you know, lie to one, steal to the other to make yourself look good to this one person, you know, that's that's just in my my opinion is is, is and that's trash. what I like about Trump. He doesn't care what you think about him. He he says, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And he has been hitting that hit list one at a time all the way down the line, mm-hmm. just like he said he was going to do. Yeah, and you know, it's, I, have to, I have to say that, you know, as I've watched, um, it's like, I have to, you know, say props to the guy because he's, he's like, I'm, I'm, I said I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. He may get a lot of blowback. He may get a lot of resistance from all kinds of corners, lots of criticism and so forth. But again, you know, I may not have supported him, but I have to sit back and it's like, okay, well, you did say you were going to do that. So. And he did. But, <laughs> and for saying, example, how, how many politicians have, uh, that ran for president have said they're going to move the American embassy to Jerusalem? Clinton, or the first a laundry but, list of them. Uh, right. uh, 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 there's a whole huge list of them. When they, uh, when they got in there, nope, not going to happen. Well, he said he was going to do it, and guess what? <laughs> it's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, you said Trump doesn't care about what people think about him. But I, I, I kind of see like the opposite of that. So I want to ask about that because okay. it's, like he watches TV. Is, is the, like Twitter, he seems to really care about what people think. I love Twitter. If you look at the responses he's getting on Twitter, there's a lot of negative feedback on, on a lot of those. No, but okay? I but yes, it, oh, it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous when you see some of these feedbacks that people give him. Because I, I get them every morning and I go through them, okay? Yeah, and well, he's, he's not reading that. I mean, I mean his, what he sends out on Twitter is often seems like he, he's taking something personally from a news report or a politician. And I well, think- well, it's not like I'm sorry, go, go, go ahead, buddy. I interrupted, oh, okay. I apologize. All right. um, I think as a man, personally, as a man, I think he has a lot of um, feelings toward when, you know, when people say stuff about his, his manhood, if you will, you know, his honor, his understanding, all that. As a I president, would- I don't think he gives a, a any, any, right. I don't think he <laughs> cares about anything. <laughs> He's just like, listen, this is my job. I have to do my job, and I don't care if you ridicule it. But I think when you attack him personally, like the sun or you know Melania's dress or yeah. like the you know the number of agents that has to be hired. Him, they always go to personal. You know, I think that affects him because that would affect me. I mean, that would affect anybody. When you attack somebody's character, that's one thing. If you're attacking because he's doing his job, I don't think he cares about that a, a, a bit. So I think you're right, Andy. I think it's kind of like a split, if you will. Right, great. No, I, I appreciate that differentiation. Um, so that's why I want to bring it up. And cool. Um, but that, but that, that, in my opinion, is always where the left does go. They always go to personal, personal attacks. You know, like he's orange, or you know, it, it's all. What does that have to do with the job he's doing? You, you know what I'm saying? Well, you got to see. I mean, the president is the is the king of nickname making for anyone that oh. turns against him. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll do it for Sloppy Steve out there, right? It's like here's a taste of your medicine, type of thing. I I think he's doing, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, but I think that is a reflection of what he gets a thousand times over. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he, he gets called 10,000 names in a day. So today is your day. I'm going to give you this name. So. so I just want to build off of that because you've mentioned Twitter and everybody attacks him for Twitter, but let it be known. And I'm telling you right now, he just set the precedence. He, he just lifted the bar on campaigning using social media. So in four years, when his term is ended and he's re running again, I guarantee you, you will see every politician on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere doing yeah. their campaign. Because when it comes from their mouth personally, 24-7, yeah. it, it means more than reading it in an article or getting it from their agent yeah. or from through their the, spokesperson. Through the, filter, you know? through the filter. Right. You know, so he said he set a whole new standard for, for campaigning. And you, you'll see it's it's it'll change the entire way we listen to, to campaigns now. And do you, do you think that's a positive or a negative? And if all campaigns go this route, I if, if I hear it from his mouth versus second, third hand uh, or a reporter that wants to twist it to make it better than what it is or worse than what it actually is. You, I, I think that it's just a positive. I think that coming from your mouth, if you say you're going to do this for me and I hear it straight from your lips versus, you know, the third or fourth person down the line, you, you doubt it. But as soon as someone says it face to face to you, you have more trust in it. Um, yeah. And, and it puts you, them, I mean, it puts, it, it yeah. puts a much bigger burden on them. To Absolutely. Do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You say what I'm saying? Yep. You know, if you, you said you were going to do it. It wasn't the reporter said that you were going to do it. You said you were going right. to do it. Hold so now it's on you. It's on you now. So do you think there are other ways that, that Trump has changed either the presidency in particular or politics in general that, that we just won't go back another way? I think he's made a better connection with the people than any other president ever before. Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, no question about it. Do you Again, do you do you think we're kind of entering an era of, of there no more career politicians? Do you, if, if Trump wins so. re-election or whoever's next or? It, yeah. I, hope I would so. hope so. Yeah, I'm not a fan of career politicians. So nope. um, for, for our, any our side. Our forefathers didn't design a system to be, a, you know, you're supposed to go in, do your civil service and then go back to your job or your farm or whatever. It wasn't, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to have one term and then get a, a, a pension for the rest of your life. You know, that's all crap. You know, it's so, interesting, Tony, because I, I have to say that I have spoken to people from across the entire political spectrum, and that is one area where every single person tends to agree. Yeah. It doesn't matter <laughs> where you are. They all agree on that particular. But, 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 but then you know people keep voting for the person that they exactly. Like, we need that's to switch up. I'm going to vote for your state. You vote for my state. And then we'll, that's the only way to clear it all out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's so funny because I've actually said this before, Andy, on, on you know, previous shows where and when I look at it, and this is just me kind of like going, I don't get political too often, but every once in a while, I'll also, you know, oh, go ahead. Share, share, <laughs> share that opinion. And that is, you know, since, you know, I've, I've traveled extensively to many different countries and I watch the politics in, in, in different countries and so forth. I, I, it's like, for me, it's like the only difference between a campaign contribution and a bribe is the paperwork. Here we've elevated it to an art form because we have paperwork involved. As long as you file the paperwork, it's not a bribe at all. But you right. know, the result is the same. Absolutely, I give I give you a contribution, <laughs> and you take care of what I'm doing over here. 
Yeah. Which, which, yeah. which is another thing where, where, because Trump didn't, you know, he funded his whole campaign himself. That was all mm -hmm. his own money on the line. Think about that. I mean, mm -hmm. he's not taking a salary. He's being beaten up every day by the media. He never took, he, he self-funded his campaign. He's taken no money for salary. So he's not gaining anything. Well, you know, I, I, I would dispute that. Well, what do you mean? Okay. Just, just, right. The, the hotels, the golf courses, like the Trump name is booming because he's president. Well, you, but, but uh, so are every other business. I mean, I mean, every other business is booming right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right, so that's a tough one. If the economy took a, like, all right. So do you think it matters if, if foreign governments, if other people are trying to influence, trying to cozy up with America by renting all their ballrooms at the, a Trump hotel or playing golf all week or buying memberships, you know, is that well, another? That's happening at every hotel everywhere, you know? And but they, people have always rented from Trump towers and Trump hotels. That's always. the place to go. That's where all the big money goes. That's right. never, that's been since day when he, when he built his first. So I don't, I don't see the difference. It's more about the brand as it is now. It's like, right. I mean, he has rooms that are filled with gold and stuff like, which which leader doesn't want to stay there in a place like that, you know? So I don't know. Has I don't know the numbers if, if his his income or or whatever his investments have increased dramatically. But um, I well, just know well, that he, people have always gone to, to Trump's buildings. He separated himself from all of those properties. It, that's Absolutely. all. He, it, it's all in in his uh, kids now. I mean, it's still family. I get it. Right. Yeah. The trust but, didn't happen. But, 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 but wait a minute, but, uh, but Clinton got paid $500,000 to go give a speech. One speech. Nobody said a word about that. That seems fine, you know, well, and, that's and that's... Well, that's like, that's, yeah, no ah, one's gonna, no one, exactly. I, I haven't heard people complain about money that Trump earned until he was president. Now it's like, it just, I just is it different? Did it, would it matter to you if, let's say, the leader of North Korea that we're, you know, we're challenged with, does... You know, sure. spend a check in the mail and becomes a member at Mar-a-Lago. Like, would anyone if care? If it's a free membership, I have an issue with it. If he's a paid member, right. I'm okay with it. Bring I have no problem with it. Right? <laughs> right. You're exactly right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, I want to get you know, to a, a, a... There was another buzzword all through the campaign, and, and Trump even used it himself about, you know, the pivot to being presidential. And he would kind of, like, make fun of that. Or, look, now I'm presidential. And... So is that just gone forever? Whatever, whatever, even that. I'm not even sure what that meant. But do, you know, do, do, I, I do, think do I think about that, Trump is, Trump, that is Trump. Trump is Trump. You know, there is no there is no line between presidential and, and business leader. It he's what you see is what you get. Like it, you don't like it. This is it. You know? I can appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the whole I think, thing. I don't, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm speaking out of school because you've all seen it yourself. I mean, he's. he's oh yeah. He is who he is. You know? Right. Right. But I don't I, think the whole pivot thing is. A, I I took it more as sarcasm, you know, because people right. even today they talk about oh you know now that he has all this power, um, actually he had more power when he wasn't president. He wasn't handcuffed to rules and boundaries and having to ask for permission or get you know. Yes, ma'ams and no, sirs. Right. When that was the lesson. As a billionaire, you just do what you want to do because who's going to stop you? You know. Um, so I think that whole pivot thing was more sarcasm and a joke. Like, 
than it was um, actually in its full context, if you will. So, yeah, yep, I agree. And so, so I mean, you're you're both enthusiastically on his side. Happens to stay one. Think think his approach um, is working. As you're seeing, it was a economy. much needed. It was a much needed change to the way things were done. Cool. You know. So there's, so there's no doubt that re-election time, you're still with well, him. For, for more, for well, years we're three Absolutely. years away. So so saying that now is a little early. But if yeah. if the election was today, I'm there 100. percent Okay. All right. So well, since you 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 phrase it that way, so there. You know, I don't want to make up hypothetical situations, but there, there, you're not so um, blindly because he's the president supporting him. There, there, he he could lose you over the three years. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I'm not a I'm I'm not a blind follower. You know what I'm saying? So cool. so I'm going to vote for you depending on your job performance. Okay, if if your job performance is the way it is as of right now, I'm in. If if you become a Hillary, I'm out. <laughs> so is there a, is there something top of mind that you really want to see get done over the next three years to make you feel like wow yeah he really kept the promise and took the actions that that I feel um, he committed to. Um, I would like to see I would like to see all of our jobs come back to America. But more importantly, I would like to see our farming come back to America. We closed down thousands of farms across, across the country, you know, in, in the past however many years, you know, and then whatever we did grow, we were sending out. And then, then we were buying food from other countries that wasn't even the same quality as what we have done. We can feed our own here. We have all of our own everything, you know. So I would like to bring back and really um, thrive on us sustaining our own self through our own food source, our own energy source, not bringing stuff down from Canada or whatever, just being more self-sufficient and having people and still be like the 911 of the world, you know, protecting everybody, serving everybody, all that other stuff. I'm not saying get away from helping people, but we just have to, to be that. more There's reliant on ourselves. Is, is there a differentiator? Are you, uh, does it matter like uh, American family, small farms or the corporate farms taking over, is that a line that, that matters to you? No, because it's all money. Corporate farms still have to hire people to work. And, you know, and I honestly, I look for stuff made in the USA before I'll buy anything from any other country, regardless of, you know, uh, the price. So, you know, if I can find like cotton white t-shirts that I wear one every single day under two or three other shirts, you know what I mean? If I can find those made in America, I'll buy those. I'll spend the extra two or three or five bucks. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's corporate or if it's mom and pop, as long as you know the food is grown here under our regulations and we are providing for, how many, how many homeless people are there that need food? How many people that go to bed without dinner? You know, doing all that in our own country, it's, we would be, it would be, unstoppable you know as far as nobody going hungry anymore so so there's still there's still more to do about putting america first taking care of our own yeah he still has a few things he can do yeah yeah and, and putting america first is not a selfish thing because every country needs to take care of their own first you, you know it's not that we don't want to bring people in it's that we we want to be able to take care of our own then we can take care of the world you know what I'm saying? It's interesting because the, I, I, there was a 
proverb. I don't know the origin of the proverb, but I used to hear it a lot when I was growing up, and that is you can't draw water from an empty well. Mm. You know, to to the point that both of you have made. You know, exactly. When you take care of yourself first, you then put yourself in a better position to be able to give and serve and help. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So so I mean, I hear this whole put America first thing as racist as this as nazism because that's what the nazis said but it's 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 got nothing to do with that you know you, right. you have to take care of yourself take care of your own and then it puts you in a position to take care of others it, that's it's as simple as that yeah that i can absolutely jump on board with yeah all right um what comes to top of mind for both you guys when i say fake news cnn <laughs> All of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. See them. They're but all he, said, driven. he said top of mind. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, have, 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 <laughs> have you always felt that? Or is it, is it only in coverage of Trump? Or have you just always, the media has just been. Always. It, I, think I, the, I used to scream at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think the media turned, uh, had made a turning point somewhere after the, the Reagan administration. Um, I think everything started to become more BS um, and just, you know, tell the tell the people what they want to hear or the complete opposite. Oh, it's a tragedy. I don't think people are reporting the news the way it was meant to be. You know, using the, the First Amendment was supposed to protect us from our government, knowing what our government was doing, having the insight. Now there's all kinds of gag orders that have been placed, you know, through different administrations. Oh, you can't talk about this or don't mention that or you know, um, so I don't trust any of the media. So when I read news sources, I, I watch CNN, I watch Nesson, I watch Fox. I, I watch, then I go to Facebook and I read Conservative Times and I read The yep. Republic and I, read, I go through and I read everything on, on from far left to far right just to see. And then I kind of try to ga gather my own conclusion into the hodgepodge of everything that I just read. So I say all of them are just awful. Yeah, I do think the yeah. most dangerous thing, and, and again, this gets, well, it gets attributed to the extreme left and right, that the most dangerous thing is for someone to get, all your news comes from one source. Terrible, Agreed. right, yeah. terrible. You gotta watch everything, and so you get, none of them should be slanted. First of all, you're supposed to be reporting the news, not your opinion, you should be reporting the news. Facts. And then, and, but they're not. Everybody's reporting opinion, and and then you have to kind of, try to figure out yourself. And if you don't listen to multitudes of, of sources, you become indoctrinated into this is the, this is what's really going on, but it's not, you have to listen to everything. Exactly. And be willing to entertain points of view that Absolutely. are different from your own. I mean, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, the only time that the yep. mind works is when it's, you know, minds are like parachutes. They work best when open. Absolutely. Yep. Great analogy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, somebody, I want to give you a chance with, with a question here just because we lost you for a bit. Um, so before you, we lose you again. Okay. <laughs> um, it, what, what, what would you like most people to know about Trump supporters? Because we, we talked about you didn't feel like you could um, profess your views and without being called names and stuff. So what, what do you want people to know? That we made the best decision based on the totality of circumstances that our country was going through. 
whether it was all the the scandals and the corruption or whether it was you know fuel or cost of groceries or like just everything you know i think everything was we need an, an extreme um person to take care of some pretty extreme things that were going on and um i think i think it's uh i think it's worked out great so far so cool tony i nailed it you know i mean things were going in such the wrong direction and every election was just getting worse and worse and worse and you know, Trump comes along, says, I'm going to drain the swamp, you know, and it actually, he didn't even like that phrase at first, you know, uh, but it took, it took off and he's, he's, he's doing every, everything he said. And all I ask from somebody I elect is say what you're going to do and do what you say. And, and that's exactly what he's doing. And even with the huge tsunami of, of backlash from the media, because that's where it's coming from. It's, it's from the media. If you, if you heard that, that um, news conference today that his doctor was on, I don't know if you guys saw it, every question, is he capable? Oh, yeah. it, you know, it, <laughs> is he suited for duty? Is it, he's, he's, he kept saying, he's healthy, he's fine, don't worry. Oh, no, but his what if I... His mind is working just okay. Here's what I have to say to these people let it go you know just relax let it go you know it'll all be fine suddenly echoes of a disney song are coming i have grandkids so i know <laughs> so I don't, I don't know my frozen characters names but I say, oh olaf so does olaf have a maga hat on somewhere <laughs> Hey, you gotta have a sense of humor, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Cool. So, is 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 there anything else you think that? Uh, well, again, they're, they're, so there must be something else. Since again, you've said you're hesitant to speak. You wanted to, you know, we I I talked with you and made sure this wasn't an ambush. So, kind of, what makes it seem kind of like like unsafe or or like what is the backlash that that, well, it's is, that you've experienced or or imagined or? It's not that. It's unsafe it, it, because I really don't care. Um, the, the issue is that whenever, and you can ask my wife, like whenever I've been, like we've been at, a, at, at bars, we're talking to people, we're having discussions, and I had the bartender say, you can't talk, you can't talk here about that. Everybody else is having their opinion, but because I have a different opinion, now I can't, I can't talk. You know, that... And, it, and it's like, you're a racist, you're, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe. No, I'm not. It's just that I have a different way of getting to the same place that you want to get to. Right. That's all. It's not, it's not complicated. You know, I don't know if you remember uh, the guy that got beaten up years ago. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> Rodney King. Rodney King, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's 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 it, it always it always immediately digresses into an attack. It's almost instantaneous. I think I, I told you, Andy, earlier, because uh, I uh, like I have family that's extremely left wing, so I have a lot of fun with that. But um, like I had one of my family members put put up a, a picture of uh, two farm workers, 
And it said, you know, that this country only survives, I forget what the exact verbiage was, with immigrants, okay? And I, I did a two-word response to that, okay? I said, legal immigrants. That was the only thing I said. The deluge that came after that, I was, you wouldn't believe the names that, that I was called after that, okay? Mm. And, and the best one of all wasn't even a name. So this girl comes on and says, it amazes me that you believe there's a difference. I, a, a difference between a legal immigrant and an illegal immigrant is a humongous difference. Because I, like I said, I come from a family of, of immigrants. There's a lot of work and pain and years that go through coming through the process as opposed to sneaking across a border. And it doesn't matter which border you're sneaking across. So, so yes, there's a huge difference. So if you're amazed that you don't know the difference, that's on you. So hmm. that's, that's my two cents on that. And do, do you think the, uh, are the attack, I mean, and because you, you mentioned you, you like to poke. Oh, I know I can poke you too, you left winger. And, and again, when I poke, I'm not poking with a name call. Like I'm poking with an actual question. Fact. For example, th that said, <clears throat> you know, immigrants make this country, which I agree with. Okay. My remark was legal immigrants make this country. You know, and I said, just, I just said legal immigrants. And that just set them off. And it, it was, it was, you wouldn't believe it was pages and pages and pages of how I'm the most, I mean, I was actually called an evil person. And I go, you don't even know me. How do you know I'm evil? You know, because all people like you are evil. Again, you don't know me. So and all people like me. How do you take like you at, at that I, point when it's said, you know, I, uh, my response at that point is always, and there it is. <laughs> and there it is. All right. So we, uh, we're really kind of at the top of the hour. So I do, I want to give uh, each of you a chance to, if there's any kind of last thing you, you wanted to get out, um, what you're looking forward to, what you're worried about, how people treat you, how people treat the president, anything, um, buddy. I'm not really worried about anything. I just, um, I just, you know, wish, you know, much, that much love and much respect goes around the country, no matter what we believe in, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're into, you know, our differences are actually what make our country great. Exactly. You know, and, and every single person is a part of our, our heart and our soul, whether it's the guy in the mine, the guy in the factory, the guy, you know, driving in a police car or the man in uniform that's defending our freedoms. You know, um, I just, wish for more understanding the you know the and i hope that trump can you know in some way kind of bring some of that to the forefront whoever he hires or something but um yeah i appreciate you having us, us on here i'm thankful for that so thank you it's been my pleasure it really has um Truly. Uh, tony anything you you want to add or, or kind of sign i up? just have to say i'm really I, I really have to thank you for letting us have a, a forum where we can actually have a converse, a conversation. We had a great conversation, I think. You know, I had a I wonderful time. <laughs> you know, and awesome. I know that you guys are from a different political side than we are, but yet we all had a great time. We had a conversation and nobody called anybody any names. We had a fantastic <laughs> Now, if we can get this right here to go nationwide, we got something. 
you know? <laughs> That's right, but, it. But, but what channel would we be syndicated on? Like, it's, it's all <laughs> fake. Where are we going to go? <laughs> we need to start a new channel, the non-fake news channel. <laughs> NFA, um, non-fake news. <laughs> I'll have a beer afterward, you know? <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so I want to thank Buddy, Tony, and, and, and also thank the other guy that was going to make it and decide not to because – I get it. I get it more now, even after talking to you two as well. So, uh, you know, it, it was, uh, I'm really glad we had this idea. And, and, yes. and went for it. Great um, idea. Thank you. Yes. And I'll tell you, I was very leery about doing because the first thing I said to Kristen was, if this is going to be a bashing, I'm out because I get enough of that every day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it is funny that, so it's the same mutual friend got me to Tony and Buddy, but you don't know each other. So right. uh, that's no. really interesting no. to me, no. but awesome. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your, for your honesty, your openness. Um, you know, and at, at the core, yeah, every, everyone is asking for the same thing. And as you're pointing out, it's just, yeah, different paths to get, get there. there. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. All paths that's are it. valid. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it, uh, you, know, you know, you have, a, you have a path over here. I have a path over here. And if we talk about it, then maybe we'll have a path right here that we can both go down the same road. Mm -hmm. you Beautiful. Know? Beautiful. So, I love, I love oh. that. We'll let that have that, have that hang as the last uh, comment. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank everyone for listening. Um, whew. And uh, hopefully uh, continue the comments and feedback wherever you're catching this. Post a comment, a review. Uh, shoot us an email. Check out realmanfield.org. Visit us on Facebook. Uh, we'd love to ha have this conversation. Uh, another twist of a conversation. Um, tell us, tell us what you enjoyed, what you want us to tackle next. Tell us if we should have uh, Tony and Buddy on and replace us as hosts for a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute, I got it. You're fired. <laughs> All right. There is the last one. And, and on that note, yeah. Good night. <laughs> oh, good night, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Real Men Field. Until next week, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Show us some love by visiting realmenfeel.org slash swag or digitaltipjar.com slash realmenfeel. Learn more about Andy Grant at TheAndyGrant.com and Apio Hunter at ApioHunter.com. <laughs>